on the website of the New York Times. There's a very interesting article from May of last year. The article is entitled, Broke Your Right Arm? Exercise Your Left. It may help. Really. The article begins with these words. If you sprain an ankle or break a wrist this summer and cannot use one of your limbs, the muscles there will weaken and shrink. Unless you exercise those same muscles in your other limb. According to a fascinating new study, working out the muscles on one side of our bodies can keep the muscles on the other side strong and fit, even if we do not move them at all. The finding has implications for injury recovery and also underscores how capable and confounding our bodies can be. If one part of your body is injured, another part of your body can help to restore it to health, or at least give you the ability to deal with the injury or handicap. That's the core message of this article. And this is really something we know from our own experience. When you get an infection in your body, for example, your immune system immediately kicks in to try to get rid of it. When you cut your leg, your hands come to the rescue, since you use your hands to clean the wound and put a Band-Aid on it. When you lose your sight, they say, very often the abilities of your other senses are heightened to compensate for your inability to see. That's the way it is in the physical world. One part of your body helps other parts of your body. So why should we expect anything different in the spiritual realm? We shouldn't. Today's second reading from 1 Corinthians 12, St. Paul talks about the body of Christ, the Church, the people of God, reminding us that we are all part of the body of Christ through our baptism. He says, For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons. We're all different, that text makes very clear. We all have different talents, abilities, and gifts, but we are one church, one body of Christ, and we need each other. St. Paul says there, The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you, nor again the head to the feet, I do not need you. One of the things for which we need other members of the body of Christ is to help us when we are injured. Here I'm talking spiritually. Because the weaknesses and sins of one member of the body of Christ affect to some extent every other member of the body of Christ. That was what St. Paul was getting at when he said here, if one part of the body suffers, all the parts suffer with it. This in fact is why Christians are called to admonish one another. That's an expression St. Paul uses in Colossians 3. It tells us we are to admonish one another. Just as one part of your physical body can help to heal another part, so too one member of the body of Christ can help another member to find the forgiveness and spiritual healing that he or she needs. A great timely example of this is found in the open letter that the Bishop of Albany, New York, Edward Scharfenberger, wrote to the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, this past week. This was a case of one member of the body of Christ trying to help another member of the body of Christ avoid making a big mistake. 
and putting his eternal salvation in jeopardy. Now, a little background here is in order. This all happened because the pro-death crowd in New York is running scared these days. See, they're worried that the new Supreme Court will overturn Roe v. Wade. So they recently put forth a bill in the state Senate that will legalize baby killing in New York right up until the moment the child is born. It will be the most radical pro-abortion legislation law in this country. This means that a woman will be able to go into a hospital in New York on a Monday afternoon, be scheduled for a C-section the following morning, and then decide on Monday night, or maybe even Tuesday morning, that she doesn't want the baby but rather wants an abortion. And the hospital will be required by law to do it. Now, if that's not infanticide, I don't know what is. So as a concerned member of the body of Christ, Bishop Scharfenberger <clears throat> wrote to Governor Cuomo, also a member of the body of Christ, at least he claims to be, lest he make a serious mistake and commit a heinous sin. He wrote to admonish him. I won't read the whole letter to you, I'll just read a few of the more important parts. Dear Governor Cuomo, although in your recent State of the State address you cited your Catholic faith and said we should all, quote-unquote, stand with Pope Francis, your advocacy of extreme abortion legislation is completely contrary to the teachings of our Pope and our Church. Once truth is separated from fiction and people come to realize the impact of the bill, they will be shocked to their core. By that time, however, it may be too late to save the countless lives that will be lost or to spare countless women lifelong regret. Contrary to what its proponents say, the so-called Reproductive Health Act goes far beyond Roe v. Wade in its aggressive extremism. Granting non-doctors permission to perform abortions does nothing to advance the security and health of women. Condoning coerced or involuntary abortions by repealing criminal sanctions, even in cases where a perpetrator seeks to make his partner quote-unquote unpregnant through an act of physical violence, does not represent the kind of progress in the choice, safety, or health, health of women. Removing protection for an infant accidentally born alive during an abortion is abject cruelty, something most people of conscience would deem inhumane even for a dog or a cat. Finally, allowing late-term abortions is nothing less than license to kill a pre-born child at will. It's very difficult to understand how you can align yourself with Pope Francis and so vehemently advocate such profoundly destructive legislation. As a society, we can and must do better. The teaching and intuition of our common faith readies us to help. It is an essential part of our mission to support the lives of all, especially the voiceless, the most vulnerable and marginalized, as Pope Francis always reminds us to do. Let us not bequeath to our children a culture of death, but together build a more humane society for the lives of all of our fellow citizens. Mr. Cuomo, do not build this death star. That's one member of the body of Christ desperately trying to help another member of the body of Christ. A good arm trying to help a very broken arm. You know, I wanted to be able to end my homily today by saying, may the governor have the good sense to accept the help.
But then on Wednesday, he signed the bill into law. So please pray for his repentance, for God to have mercy on him. And pray also for our state, because they're going to try to pass the same kind of law here in Rhode Island in the very near future.